Namaste and welcome to the Modern Mystic Podcast, where we are exploring the mystical in the mundane and the magic in the present moment, bringing you ancient tools and technologies into modern day living, yoga, mythic, and healing conversations with expert and visionary powerhouses sharing their stories and secrets with you to help you live an inspired life. Live life as if someone left the gate open. My name is Kilkenny, the host of the Modern Mystic Podcast. We are entering a really powerful moment in the seam of time, and this is called Lion's Gate. Lion's Gate every year occurs on July 26th through August 12th. And it's this portal of time, this period of time, this pock of time, where there is an increased cosmic energy flowing between the physical and the spiritual realms. So what does this mean exactly? Well, we know we have the spiritual realm. Many of you listening, that's why you're tuned in, because I talk about the invisible realms a lot. That's our psychology, our spirituality, our energy, and part of the impetus for this podcast is to find the mystical and mundane, the magic in the present moment. That's the intention of this podcast. And so how do we live our life like the gate is open? This is not just a physical thing. I love this quote so much because it really implicates and implies how it's an internal stance. It's an intention. It's a position that's invisible, not just an outer, the gate's open. No, we have to live life from the inside as if the gate is open. That's an energetic and psychological alignment. And so in this moment of time, if you're listening in time-space reality, we have found ourselves in the Lion's Gate portal. Now, Lion's Gate is all threaded into the notion, like with astrology, that's a very ancient science. You know, astrology only in the last few couple hundred years has not been woven into society, at least in the West, in the way of Europe. So for a long time in Europe, it was a very, very esteemed tradition as it is in India. Now, what happens in the sky affects us on the earth because we know that there's a bridge that connects the mystical to the mundane. We know there's a bridge that connects our psychology to our body. We know there's a bridge that connects our soul to our body. That's why we are here living a human existence. And so what the key is, is finding the bridges and astrology is just one of those bridges. Now, This powerful period of time honors that what is going on in the sky affects us on earth and creates an energetic weather pattern. You know, there's energy happening all of the time. And we know this, we wake up and we feel, oh, there's like a current where like everything perhaps seems to not be flowing today. Or perhaps everything is flowing today. So It can go either way, and that's when the energy current can feel strong, and that can be 
of course, because out of circumstances in our life, but sometimes we just wake up and we feel an energy pattern or we notice that certain people throughout our day are reporting feeling similarly, like there's a thread, a common denominational experience within people. And often they're connecting and feeling and sensing to what's happening in the sky. This weather pattern, if you will, this energetic benefic flow of cosmic energy is so expansive, is so lucky. When I started practicing and noticing this time period, I couldn't believe the amount of flow that would come into my life. I'm a surfer, and so I really often think of things analogous to surfing, and it's just like when you get a big wave and you catch that wave, it's incredible how much fun it can be, how it can take you completely to shore so quickly, and it's not that if you don't catch the wave, something bad happens, but there's a wave. You can ride it. You can catch it. Why not explore it? Even if you don't believe in anything or you're skeptical, why not try to open and align to it? What's going to happen? Nothing. If you don't find that wave, but there's a big wave, a really big, beautiful, powerful, profound wave that you can catch during this period of time called Lion's Gate. So this astrological and spiritual gateway has its roots that go back to the ancient Egyptian times. So for thousands of years, this period in the groove of time has been observed and honored as sacred. It's almost two weeks, and it's a time of activating energy and really good vibrations, good vibes of abundance, good vibes of healing. It's often referred to as the 8-8 portal because it's 8-8 is the heart of it. August 8th, 8 in many mystical traditions and spiritual traditions and even religious traditions represents infinity on its side, right? It's upright, but it's the symbol of infinity. So there's this really lucky, exciting, energetic feeling because infinity reminds us that though the forms in our life are beautiful, they're always changing. Life is always changing, but what's infinity is our existence. Our soul never dies. It changes form. People in our lives pass. They change form. There's the formless and the formed states of consciousness. And again, we're trying to create bridges of understanding in this podcast to activate in our lives so we can remember this truth that there are certain aspects of life that never die, that are infinite. The love we share, our good intentions, and the way that we offer them to this world, the good things we do in this world, they don't die. The love does not die, and that's infinity. And so with this powerhouse number, A8, associated also that infinity symbol with the infinite wisdom that is said to be learned and then forgotten and learned and passed down and then it's forgotten and then relearned and then forgotten. So it's the infinite wisdom of the universe, these perennial truths that show up and appear since time immemorial and then they go underground, the understandings, 
like I alluded to earlier, of things really don't die, the understandings of the truth of life, the understanding that the source buries itself within you as you. And part of our game here in this school of earth is to remember that, to practice trying to experience that and to find that source like a kid playing hide and seek within ourselves. So the seam of time where we can really step into reclaiming this perennial wisdom, reclaiming the infinite wisdom of all the perennial philosophies and truths and experiencing them. So it's a time of relearning, re-remembering. How many times have you heard little bits of wisdom, even the little sound bites that are hackneyed and said again and again? And then one day you actually feel that wisdom. You're like, oh, right, that's actually true. I'm experiencing that wisdom, not just you know knowing intellectually. And it's such a nice exhale. And it's so inspiring and grounding and anchoring. So this seam of time is really an opportune time to study the philosophies that speak to you, that remind you of the truth of who you are, that you are spirit having human experience, you are embodied, body is honored to be revered and sacred, like my tantric tradition talks about all the time, and yet the body is the gateway to spirit. And the truth is you have not only a spirit that never passes, you have a whole spirit team, you have guides that are open to helping you on this earth plane in this human embodiment. Isn't that a great relief? And you probably know this, good chance you're listening to this podcast, you sense this. But this is a great time, Lionsgate, to keep practicing remembering this. Because as humans, we were set up, we're hardwired to forget and to forget. And so part of life and that waking up spiritually and psychological maturation is practices that help you remember. And so this seam of time, literally on the physical plane, is when the Earth, Sun, and the star Sirius, which is the brightest star that we can see from Earth, line up. And it's a really powerful time because Sirius is considered the spiritual sun and the center of the Milky Way, so to speak. And when they're all lined up, it's said that our lives and all the healing that's possible for us and all the abundance spiritually, mentally, physically, monetarily also can open up because there's an amplification. Think about it. Sun, life-giving, warmth, nurturing. It heats and nurtures us and keeps us here. And then Sirius is the center of the Milky Way and this very bright star. And so when they're lined up with the earth, there's an alignment, right? There's a portal, if you will. And that's what's happening quite literally. And so it's a time in various traditions to do heightened practices because the benefits are amplified. Because of ebb and flow, this forgetting, remembering, forgetting, and remembering, it also speaks to our ancestors and our ancestral lines. And we have the opportunity to heal 
the transgenerational karmas that happen. So in every generation in the family lines, often there's baggage that's handed down. We know this, right? We've got the baggage from the families and their themes. Many times in my coaching work, I see with my clients, I see in my own life, when I'm struggling, when they're struggling, when things come up, often if there are patterns that keep repeating, there's a connection to our ancestral baggage that we've inherited. So this transgenerational karma, whether it's money, whether it's health, whether it's the right to be here and self-worth issues, whether it's relationship issues, whatever it is, there is an opportunity during this portal because of the amplified possibilities of yielding fruit when you do practices because of all this alignment. Think of like a really complicated lock and you've got like even one of those old-fashioned antique keys that are really bumpy and very unique in their presentation. And then think about what that lock must look like when it goes in the key. I have one of them. I think they're called skeleton keys. And you stick that really thin neck of the key in and all the things in the lock that must align. So there's an alignment, but then the key turns. So it's a moment where we can put that key in, all things are lined up, and really turn the key really deeply. So it's a really potent time to do ancestral healing work. So what does that mean? I have a whole episode. I can't remember the number, but it's quite a ways back about ancestral healing that is very popular. It's one of my most listened to. And there are all sorts of ideas about how you can help heal your ancestral lines and practices you can do to do that. But simply, you can get a picture and of a relative or some relatives that have passed and put it in a prominent place for a two-week period of time or a one-day period of time on 8-8 or after 8-8 through 8-12. I mean, ancestral healing is always great work to do. Light a candle every day for a certain period of time. If you're listening to this later, you can still say, okay, I'm going to do this for three days or one week and commit. And every day, show up for those ancestors, look at their picture, light a candle. I'm a psychic medium. When you do these things, your ancestors will come. They will actually help you. They're waiting for you to offer support, to offer guidance from the other side. And so a lighting of a candle seems so simple, but that commitment, just like when you commit to checking in with a friend, then that friendship grows, deepens, and that wake of the friendship that boy use you can support you. Same thing with our ancestors. You can eat the food of your ancestors that you suspect they must have eaten or look up some recipes for the countries from which they came. It's another way to connect with ancestors. I love to do this in a really tangible, clear way. And of course, if you have anything tangibly from the ancestors, put them in a place where you can see it, maybe a sacred altar area, puja, or make a little area on your kitchen windowsill. Put a candle, put a picture, put a sacred item if you have one. I don't have many of those. So you can, again, get a picture and put something that represents the country where they came from or maybe represents their life and commit to connecting to them. You can also write the name, either the last name of the family lineage or a name of someone who's passed. Set a timer, put your pen down for three to five minutes and then simply write and do the automatic writing practice. 
and see what comes through. If you can't think of anything to write, write what you see in your surroundings. I see a cup. I see a pen. And make sure you say, I'm not going to lift this pen up and do it. And messages and energy from the ancestors will pour through you. Check it out. Try it. It's pretty amazing. Then the important practice that a lot of people don't do is pause and read those words back to yourself aloud. A lot of people can do the automatic writing practice, but they don't take that step. It's a really profound, powerful step sharing those words back as a reflection to yourself in your own voice. You'll hear it differently. And then read it before bed, another powerful practice. So many ways to do ancestral healing. Again, check out my episode on that ancestral healing. And you can think, what are the themes? And maybe that's what you automatic write about. Maybe you write instead of the name of a person, that has passed or your ancestral last name, you could write a theme, if you know, and a, of a challenge, a way that suffering has traversed your family lines transgenerationally, a theme that has to do with your ancestors, an inherited psychological and energetic patterning, if you will. And during this period of time, the sun shines on them. The light of Sirius shines on them. There's a shining. There's an illumination possibility that so we can pay attention to the blockages and then release them. So maybe it's depression. Maybe it's anxiety. Write it down and then shine the light on whatever it is. And then you can do other practices to clearly release them. I now release them. In Egyptian times, it was a practice to go out and sit with the sun and make it a daily practice, perhaps for you, to be with the sun in a longer way than you usually do for a certain period of time. And again, this is a powerful way to heal and a practice to do any time of the year, but it's just amplified during this period of time. So if you're listening to it another time, you can still do it because the rays of the sun and the energy of the sun and Sirius always there, are so healing. We are made up of frequency, right? The whole world is. And because of this alignment with the sun, earth, Sirius, the galactic center, again, this, this big door can open of healing and also of abundance. So it's a really great time to do abundance practices. Working with water is a beautiful way and a powerful way and a potent way, profound way to work with this energy. So you can get a dish of water and in the morning, set an intention and and speak it into the water, leave that bowl out all day. And then at the end of the day, you can offer it into your earth, into a yard, into a city, you know, base of a tree and listen for your intention a great way to practice with water. But thinking about abundance, is it spiritual abundance? Is it physical abundance? And then putting in practices and structuring your life more clearly in a way that supports this, even if it's, you know, drinking more green juice for a period of time or fill in the blank. You know what you need to do. You know. (laughs) So when we work on really illuminating these things, 
then we can let them go. Often we have these patterns that keep our light diminished, keep us contracted, and then we aren't fully shining. We aren't fully living life like the gate is open. We feel contracted, stuck even. And so when we do the studying and the learning this time of year, again, it's amplified. Studying perennial philosophies, studying those books, the Jungian books or the Japanese wisdom books or the fill in the blank books, the Indian sutras. There's wisdom that you know that you're passionate about. Reread those books, connect to them. They all have wisdom codes from within them that will activate wisdom codes within you. So we want to work this time from the outside in, doing practices in this physical plane and routines that amplify our abundance that heal our ancestral wounds, and we want to receive the wisdom codes from the inside out by doing those practices that connect us to our heart and soul, those mental practices, setting the intentions, the ones that feel reverent. So an interesting fact about this time, the Sphinx, the pyramids, all were aligned and built for this moment. The great wonder, I had the great fortune of visiting them. And when the sun streams in this period of time, it pours into these buildings just this one time of year. So they all architecturally were oriented to this moment because the Egyptians knew how powerful it was. Sirius is often called the blue star or the dog star because it looks a little blue. It has a blue orb in the morning when the sun rises Sirius at this time of year rises with it. So that's part of the alignment. They rise together. In my tradition, the tantric yoga tradition, there's a really blessed visual set that can come to you during meditation, which is called the Nila Bindu, the blue pearl or the blue star. And it said, whomever you focus on, often like if you're a devotee of Jesus or Buddha, whomever is your teacher, if you have a main teacher, at the time when you transition from this world, that blue star or that Nila Bindu, that blue pearl comes to you, you see the pearl, and then it actually takes the form of your beloved if you focus on a beloved and meditate on a beloved in this previous lifetime. So the common denominational wisdom that has been here since time immemorial that keeps on growing because knowledge keeps expanding as the universe keeps expanding, the knowledge is always there and it's up to us to remember and excavate it and practice doing so. The sun's presence right now is in the astrological sign of Leo the lion. And I mentioned that Sirius is most often associated with the sun and expansive qualities and often expensive qualities are associated with the planet Jupiter. So all these things, for those astrology buffs, act as a muse for action, for success. All this expansion energy. The lion, right, has the big mane, expansive. So there's this ushering in, an open window for manifestation and consciously co-creating with source energy to manifest a the abundance of blessings in your life. 
So live life like the gate is open. Know there's this powerful portal and source of spiritual light pouring down through the physical sun, through Sirius. There's a heating and a cooking. Whenever there's cooking, there's a setting of deeper flavor and deeper wisdom. And so start manifesting. Practice sitting with the sun, wearing, of course, the sunscreen and protect the skin. Add some breath work, that breath bridging the physical and the non-physical. And open the abundance codes that are available to you right now. Whatever takes you to your heart within, because the heart within is the intergalactic center within, as Sirius is without. So live life as though someone has left the gate open. Take a breath or two now. And if it's safe to do so, close the eyes. Feel into the center of the center of yourself. That heart space, that galactic center. Take three of the deepest breaths and feel as you implode into yourself like the sun literally does. Like Sirius literally does. It first goes into itself and then shines out. Another breath or two more, letting your consciousness drop deeper and deeper into the center of your heart space, like a pinpoint in the heart. And then sense that there's light shining right now, even if it's darker out, there's still sunlight shining. And sense that light around you. Sirius is shining. And sense your alignment, a beam of light from the sun to that center of your heart. Then you can feel into your feet and seat. Take another breath. Open the eyes a little bit. And close them gently. And open the eyes and close them. Live life as though someone left the gate open. Like a lion, like a lioness. Claim it wildly, freely, and really step into more abundance by living life as though someone left the gate open, the abundance of energy, time, and joy. Namaste. Thank you for taking these words in. I hope they ground, inform, and inspire you on your journey of the mystic path. If you like what you heard, please be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast platform you use. It is so appreciated. Also, check out my website, modernmystic.love, where you can find information about my very exciting monthly mystic membership. My members have unlimited access to a robust video library, which includes short videos that are easily digestible, sharing practical ways to integrate mystical living into your day-to-day life. These compelling videos cover topics such as how to ground, protect, and grow your energy, how to develop your psychic abilities, how to connect to your spirit team, 
shadow work, inner child work, tarot cards, lots of Western astrology, of course, in addition to syncing up with the rhythms of nature and so much more. I've gotten so much positive feedback that these videos are game changers for folks. Also included in the membership are over 100 alignment-based yoga classes of all different levels, meditation and breathwork classes, so you can work from the inside out or the outside in and up level yourself as you become the next version of you. Not to mention my mystic members get all sorts of bonus content and discounts from my visionary podcast guests. So check out modernmystic.love and take a peek there as there's a free sampling of some videos waiting for you. Lastly, if you are looking for some conscious conversation and compelling community, check out also our private Modern Mystic podcast Facebook group. Keep on meeting the present moment where the magic lives, one breath at a time. Namaste. Namaste.